Hi, and welcome to Going Within is the new Going Out. It's your mindset coach, Carol Ann Reed here, and together in this podcast, we're going to be tuning out from the outside world and deep diving within. Because after all, that's where the magic happens. Welcome to today's episode. And I feel like we should be starting with this, oh, like this big triumphant music because this episode is called All Hail Neuroplasticity. That might be where a little fanfare sound comes in. I'll have to see if I can work out how to put that in. If not, ah, oh, <laughs> there you go. This episode it is going to be a short, sharp one. But I feel like if I had an opportunity to have a megaphone in every single household around the world and I could share one message with them, I've actually been asked this question before on an interview and my answer back then totally ties into what I'm about to say. It would be that change is possible and it all starts from within us. And this is where neuroplasticity comes in. So we're going to get a little bit geeky in this episode, which I totally love doing. So whether you have heard of this stuff before or not, it's completely brand new. Let's have a bit of a dive in. So probably the best way to kind of quote what neuroplasticity is. And this is a quote from Norman Doji. And he and he's a neuroscientist. Neuroplasticity is the brain's remarkable capacity to recognize itself by forming new neural connections throughout life. So the best way to describe this is, uh, and I often quote Dr. Joe Dispenza with this, which no doubt lots of your ears are pricking up. He often uses the term, what fires together, wires together. Now, I know when in particular, the generation before us, so our parents, our grandparents, they absolutely threw around the quotes. The typical ones were, a leopard can't change its spots. That's what I used to hear. You know, those kind of quotes, a, a, a zebra can't change its stripes. I know that there's a few other ones, but let's just go with, a leopard can't change its spots. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. That's one I used to hear as well. I am who I am. I'm too old to change. Um, Those are the kinds of things that basically are a belief. That forms a belief system. And up until recently, when we've had access to such incredible insights now through neuroscience and all of the studies that are being done, it was true. Because they didn't have anything to evidence otherwise. Our brains are formed to create habits. And because what fires together wires together, if their beliefs back in the day were leopard can't change its spots, you can't teach no dog new tricks, I am who I am, it's not in my nature to change, that's another one I've heard, they won't change. They will always be how they are. And therefore, the evidence that proposed was change isn't possible. Once you believe what you believe, once you are a certain religion, once you um, learn something about yourself, once you have a very formed identity, that is it. That is it. You're all the way through life till your grave. Where this is why I'm like, literally, I could drop to my knees and like do the all hail. I'm doing it now. You can't see me, but I'm doing it. 
all hail neuroplasticity because this shows us now that we have such an adaptable brain. Neuroplasticity is quite literally that. It's our brain's ability to adapt due to its plasticity. If we imagine like Play-Doh, it can be reshaped. And the example that I love with this is there's a study actually that was done with London taxi drivers. Now, this is me off the top of my head, but I think it's either three, it's about a three, if not five year program that they have to go through to learn to be a London cabbie, to be a taxi driver in London. And they did some studies where they looked into, because like in into the driver's brain. So those that had trained and become taxi drivers in London, they wanted to know how was it that they actually basically had a map in their brain of the entirety of London because that's what it took to qualify and to pass to become a London cabbie. And the study demonstrated all the structural changes that had happened in the hippocampus, the part of our brain that basically logs the experiences and all the learnings. So what that evidenced is the more we do something, the more we're able to grow it, the more that we're able to expand it. The same with pianists. As an example, if someone learns something on the piano when they're 12, 13, they can get through to their 30s, 40s, 50s, sit at a piano, and after five, 10 minutes of tinkling around with it, before they know it, it's back there. So that is an example of the power of our memory, but we have the ability to grow and nurture and change. So this is sort of where I want to dive into about changing our beliefs. If you have limiting beliefs or you believe certain things about yourself that you're not good enough, you could never do a certain thing, you always let people down, that you, whatever that story is that you tell yourself, your brain will have almost hardwired that in. So every time you go to think a certain thing, it's a bit like a domino effect throughout the brain. It's like electricity. It will literally fire off that thought. The more we practice it, the more it logs in. But here's the thing with neuroplasticity. When we start to introduce new thoughts when we start to introduce new perceptions, when we start to introduce practices such as gratitude, when we start to introduce things such as having a more optimistic view on the day ahead, on the week ahead, slowly but surely, your brain will begin to fire and wire together those new neural pathways. And here's the fantastic thing. There is no age limit with this. There is no you get to a certain age and all of a sudden it's like, oh, no, this is it. My brain's at its full capacity. It just doesn't work like that. Now, it may take a little bit longer to imprint, to practice, but it's possible. And that is what I just feel is so important for us to know that no matter where you are in your life right now, if you wanted to 
go and train to be a cabbie, if you wanted to become a pilot, if you wanted to start your own business, if you have always wanted to, I spoke to someone the other day who is working in corporate, but actually they've always wanted to be a PE teacher from a really, really young age. That's possible. Because one of the biggest blocks that stop us is we don't believe oh God, I couldn't learn all that. I'm too old to do this. I couldn't do that. Where actually it is possible. It is possible. So how do we begin to develop and strengthen our mindsets? So one of the one of the key things really, and I mentioned this word before, is actually developing a more optimistic outlook on life. When we come from a place of optimism rather than be more skeptic and expecting the worst, that glass half empty, you will have a big neural network in your brain that every time you go, right, I'm going to, I'm going to try to, I don't know, what's a typical goal? I'm going to try to lose some weight. That's just such a typical one that I always hear. I'm going to try and lose some weight. I'm going to try going to the gym. And you will no doubt have a bank of self-talk, a bank of evidence even as well in the mind where you've tried it before, you've stopped, you paid for the gym membership, you didn't go. You tried the gym class and you didn't like it. You lost the weight, you gained it again. Your brain will literally just wire and fire all of that off. So what you know, here's what you need to know is you must begin to move through that, recognize that for what it is. It's an old identity. It's an expiring belief system. And we're going to begin to unsubscribe to that way of thinking. The same way as someone pisses you off on, on social media, you unfollow. Same way as if you keep getting emails about whatever, you unsubscribe. You unsubscribe because you don't want it anymore we get to choose. We're going to start to unsubscribe to that way of thinking. And we're going to begin to subscribe to a new way of thinking. And that is where we can start to do the practical things such as mindfulness. Now I know you're going to be like, oh God, these are the really simple things that we know we need to do. But if you're listening to this right now, and this is landing in, and you're like, okay, yeah, I, I just needed to hear that it is actually possible and there's nothing stopping me except my expiring belief system that isn't serving me, therefore I'm going to make the change. What I mean by mindfulness is being mindful of your thinking, more self-awareness, practicing bringing yourself into the present moment, practicing being aware of your thoughts why am I having that thought? Is that thought going to serve me? How is that thought making me feel? When we, honestly, when you start asking yourself those questions, like saddle up because you are literally on a fast track to changing your life. I, I promise you, I can quite literally put my hand on my heart and say, you can start to radically transform your life by first becoming aware of those things that you're saying and then choosing again unsubscribing and choosing again. So when you start to practice gratitude, this is such a powerful one. You wake up in the morning and you start to think to yourself, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for the air that I breathe. And I know it sounds so cliche, doesn't it? 
but let's be honest there was someone who woke up this morning that won't woke up that won't wake up tomorrow morning that is just that that's the fact of life and it sounds mortifying but it's true there's people you and i both know that would give anything to have today in the circumstances that we have it's gratitude for the little things the other day i was in horrendous torrential rain like that kind of downpour where you hear people I was going into town with some really important like solicitors documents for the house move and I had this beautiful jolly brolly shout out to Naomi with the jolly brollies and I was running it was the first time I was on my outing I was like my jolly brolly will save me and as I was running I was like having to fight this rain and wind my feet were getting drenched I was worried that the paperwork was getting drenched I was like why am I my hair I just washed my hair like we we, we get that don't we is there anything worse when you've just had fresh wash hair day <laughs> and it's raining well there's a ton worse we've just discussed that but and I was running through and I was treading in puddles and you know when the slabs in town are a bit loose and it all shoots up your leg and I started to recognize that I was saying to myself, what the F am I doing? It's dark, I'm, I, I should have drove to the other side of town. And I found myself telling all these stories of how stupid I was for doing this. And I changed it, I unsubscribed. In that moment, it was like, no, that is gonna make me feel rubbish. I'm no doubt gonna get absolutely tidal waved by a car any minute now because of the vibration that I'm in. And I started to say to myself, and I'm not actually going to sing how I did, but I was doing this out loud like a crazy person, but it worked. As I am like, so, no, there you go, I'm going to sing it. I'm so grateful for my legs. <laughs> and I was running down the street, smiling to myself because I'm able to run. I know people, I know people that can't do that. And I'm able to breathe. I'm able to use my hands and hold an umbrella. I'm able to go to the estate agents where it's warm and I'm in the process of buying a flipping new house. Like, there is so much to be grateful for in those moments, even when there's a physical shitstorm happening. And I know that's a very, it's a very gentle example, isn't it? Like, oh, it's it's torrential raining. But when you practiced, when you practice the art of gratitude, you can pull on it in any given moment. You can pull on it when you're going through the tragic losses in your life. You can pull on it on when things just are not going your way. And yeah, you can, it's that thing, isn't it? Oh my God, it makes me want to cry. But it is that thing of when you learn to dance in the rain. And it reminds me of my dear friend, Karen. She used to have it up on her wall, those quotes about learning to dance in the rain. Let that be a goal in life. Let that be the place where we get to, where we embody optimism and gratitude, where we can laugh and have fun with it. Where we can literally sing stupid songs to ourselves and it doesn't matter if we get wet because our clothes are gonna dry. We so often sweat the small stuff and this is how we begin to form the new neural pathways. That was like an automatic response. When I recognized my vibration and energy was dipping, I was shudding on myself. I should have drove around there. This is ridiculous. Not even my jolly brolly is helping me. I was like, well, quick, switching this up. And then so much stupid, very, actually, it's not even stupid. It was pretty cool, actually. My running through the rain dance because I'm so grateful for my legs and how they're able to help me to run. Like, 
is such a good way to begin to. And that just shows what the reason why I kind of want to like reiterate this is I have practiced this over the years. I have fired and wired together a big lump of gratitude in my brain that when that other side gets triggered, we can call on it. So I urge you to start to practice the mindfulness, the gratitude, meditation's another fantastic one. Oh my gosh, there's so many studies around the power of meditation and in particular our prefrontal cortex, which is our most, it's our most recently evolved part of our human brain. And this is um, very much directly linked with our emotional regulation. So if we see that meditation not only helps to calm the nervous system, which you'll hear me talk about a lot, but you are firing and wiring together, utilizing that neuroplasticity in your brain to begin to form a more calm, optimistic, relaxed way of being. And that all starts within the brain. And I am going to give a big shout out here as well to cognitive behavioral therapy. The more that we practice practical things like CBT, and I talk often about the the warrior bands or the snap bands, is whenever you catch yourself having negative thoughts, worry, anxiety, you snap the band, you choose a better feel-good thought. You unsubscribe. You, you, you choose again. And this is how it begins to work. This is how it, it, it happens over time. This is not a, let's do this for 21 days and doom, you do, you're like, that's it, you're just done for life. We are what we repeatedly do. I love the quote by, I think it's Will Durant, Will Durant. And he says, we are what we, what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but it's a habit. It's so true. Excellence, when we see those people that are professionals, that are experts, that are, oh my God, we go like, oh, how do they even do that? That's so it. That is through dedication. That is through practice, what they have repeatedly done. And knowing that neuroplasticity is in your brain right now, you can choose to have more sleep. More sleep massively helps with our neural functioning and regulations of our nervous system. And that really does help to um, enhance brain processing. So really honoring your, it, we, we often refer to it in mindfulness and sort of in the mindset world as um, sleep hygiene. When we think about our personal hygiene, we have habits around that. We shower, we brush our teeth, wash our hair, we cut our nails, we exfoliate, we might moisturize, we we have hygienic practices for our body, for our well-being. There's sleep hygiene, what light you have, how many hours you have, do you have your phone on, do you, like what is that sleep hygiene for you? That's a really, really powerful thing to look into for yourself, just to recognize and of course, it goes without saying, a great diet to really enhance our um, our brain's capacity, our brain functions, and exercise. Like, like we know that we know that. So, prioritizing your well-being from within. Like, is this not the ethos of this entire 
freaking podcast. Going within is the new going out. So it used to be that we would, well, I say used to be, we still do. But for me, it used to be getting my fix, getting my kicks outside of me. Going out clubbing, partying, being the last one up, get a high achiever, how much money, what car, what, oh my gosh. And when it finally, when the penny started dropping over and over and over again, actually so much of the real fulfillment in life comes from within. And then the external stuff, that's the snowball effect. That's the, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That's the result that comes when we do the inner work. So my hope, my hope is that moving forward, you begin to foster this ability that we have and cultivate more optimism in your life. Let's expect good things to happen. Now, if there's any top tip for manifestation, it's that. Like, that is such, oh my God, it's just like the biggest part. Now I'm even saying it out loud. Optimism is the expectation of a positive or or a result that's aligned. And when you're thinking and feeling like that, you also behave in alignment to more things like that. And therefore, the result is we are in alignment. If it's meant for you, it will it will it, it will literally come in. Optimism plays a huge role in manifestation. Along with, of course, we've got the gratitude, listening to things like this, expanding your learning, your growth. So yeah, I'm hoping that you have enjoyed this. Please make sure that you share this if there's someone that you're like, oh my God, they need to listen to this. Because I will also say on the flip side of this, I'm sure that you can see how if we stay in that state of doom and gloom and we're a victim to our circumstances and I'm rubbish at manifesting and nothing ever works out for me, that is the result that we get because that's hardwired in. That is quite literally the lens that we form when we develop it the other way, when we start to practice this, emphasis on the word practice. Neuroplasticity has got your back. I hope you've enjoyed this one and I look forward to catching you on the next episode. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would be so grateful if you could share this with a friend who you just know would love it too. And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you'll be the first to know when next week's drops. Sending you all the love and light.